1: dive into the matchups and we're going to begin with the matchup of the Notre Dame offense against the Louisville defense this is a very very intriguing matchup and we're going to we're going to look at the numbers and we're just going to begin with just some overall stuff uh, numbers comparisons kind of put some context into both of those uh, numbers and then we'll dive into uh, the run game a little bit and then we'll spend a lot of time on the the pass game matchup because to me this is going to be the most important matchup: is the Notre Dame pass game against the Louisville pass defense, and we'll get into why that is. But let's begin with a look at the at the Notre Dame offense, big picture, kind of the scoring offense against the Louisville defense. And Notre Dame, as you can see, is a top twenty-five scoring offense. Louisville's a top twenty-five scoring defense. Notre Dame, from a yardage standpoint, significantly better than Louisville. The Irish rank 26th in the country in yards per game. They rank eleventh. In yards per play Notre Dame has the number 29 so obviously uh, Louisville 38th and 51 in those two categories that's an advantage Notre Dame third down is very similar Notre Dame ranks 29th in the country in third down offense Louisville ranks 36th in third down defense uh, Notre Dame ranks 58th in red zone offense which is not good enough Louisville ranks fifth in red zone defense but the Irish rank 18th in touchdowns, and 50 in Louisville ranks 50th in touchdown defense. So every time a team has scored on Louisville, it's basically been a touchdown. And then you look at Notre Dame and say they've had some misses in the red zone. They've had, uh, you know, you had the missed field goals mainly is really what it boils down to. So they've been stopped on on turnover on downs at times as well. And and you look at um, you know Notre Dame's much better putting when they do get in the red zone, putting touchdowns on the board. And then you look at big plays. Notre Dame has been a pretty good big play offense, although, although Notre Dame has just one play in the last two games against the best defenses they've played of 30 or more yards. Louisville has been prone to giving up a lot of turnovers. Louisville, I mean, big plays. Louisville is a very good turnover defense. They've got nine turnovers in um, in in five games, so they've done a pretty good job with that, uh, looking at it game by game. They don't have any big games. They've produced a lot of turnovers. There's no like five turnover game. They gained two against Georgia Tech, three against Murray State, one against Indiana, none against Boston College, and then three against North Carolina State. And then, of course, the Boston College game was the most convincing game they had against a power five opponent. And Louisville is actually only plus two on the season in turnovers, uh, where Notre Dame has obviously been much more effective when it comes to. Uh, being a team that that they don't force a lot of turnovers, they only have seven, but they've only committed two turnovers, and so Notre Dame is plus five in turnovers of the season. So this is for the most part advantage Notre Dame just from a pure statistical standpoint. When you look at where where Louisville is from from a standpoint of the, the competition, I think that gives us a little bit of a different. A little bit of a different conversation, and 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 speaks a little bit differently about who these teams are, and and that's why I say this kind of game is really going to be uh, telling for both teams. So when you look at Louisville, for example, that like I said, they've got a it's a twenty fourth ranked scoring defense. They had a pretty good scoring defense last year. Uh, this year they're giving up seventeen point two points per game. Last year they only gave up nineteen point two on the course of the entire season, which is a, it's just a quality market. Ranked them last year uh, 11th in the country in scoring defense tied with NC State, who you all have heard me say had a very good defense last year. As Ryan and I discussed yesterday, they didn't lose a lot from that defense and they have a different coach. And And Jeff Brom's never never had, had a, doesn't have much of a, a, a track record of putting great defenses on the field. Although there's two different seasons at Purdue where they did have pretty good um, defenses. The month of October is going to be jam-packed with huge games for Notre Dame, and ticket hunting for those games can be stressful, which is why you need to check out game time. Whether you're looking for last-minute tickets to this week's top 25 matchup between the Irish and Louisville, or next week when Notre Dame takes on USC, game time is the go-to place for you. That's where I went and got tickets to the Notre Dame-Clemson game for my mom and dad. GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and a row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. And you look at the def- the the offenses that that Louisville has played so far this season, and Georgia Tech ranks 64th in efficiency according to the Fermo Efficiency Index. Indiana ranks 121st in offense according to the Fermo Efficiency Index. Boston College is 82nd, and NC State is 111th. So, a big part of what they've done is come against not very good competition. You look at Notre Dame, and they scored 45 points against an NC State defense that ranks 18th in, in the country in in, uh, in defensive efficiency, according to the FEI. They played uh, Ohio State, who ranks ninth, and then they played Duke, who ranks 15th. Now, when you look at that and you say, well, yeah, Notre Dame has played a tougher competition, but Notre Dame has did not score a whole lot against two of those three teams. And so they obviously haven't played great in those situations. When you look at Notre Dame's other opponents, Central Michigan was 118th in, in defensive efficiency. Navy is 92nd. And obviously they also played Tennessee State, uh, who's not uh who's not on not going to be on that board. So, you know, Notre Dame obviously has faced tougher competition to put these numbers together than Louisville has. And so that's some context that I thought was needed. But the other context is Notre Dame did not play very well in the last two games. If you look at Notre Dame the last two games against I would argue the two best defenses they've played so far this season, they've only averaged 17.5 points in those two games, and they've only averaged 366 yards. So clearly they've got a lot to prove, and this is a week where they've got to get it back on track. Let's look at the matchup of the Notre Dame run game against the Louisville Rush defense. Now this is a very intriguing matchup, and this is one that honestly – Notre Dame should have success with, and, I, and I'm I'm going to be a little bit concerned if Notre Dame doesn't have success in this game. And it's not that Louisville doesn't have a, you know, a, a good defense. I think their defense is it's a quality defense. I, I do believe that it's a defense that statistically is right on par with Notre Dame from a per per yardage standpoint, and from a big plays allowed standpoint. They won't. Notre Dame's been a pretty good big play offense this year. I saw a statistic from somebody yesterday, and I don't remember who put it up. So I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not giving them proper credit. But it's something like Audric Estime has more, you know, more um, yards per play or t- more gains of ten plus yards than or twenty plus yards than like uh, several teams put together. Let me see if I can find that. If I can find that uh, that tweet, I think a buddy of mine sent that to me yesterday. Yeah, Josh Pate actually put it out, and he says Audric Estime has ten rushes of twenty plus carries. And that is more than Penn State, Oklahoma, Florida, and Ohio State combined. And, and so obviously that's a good thing. And, but you're playing a Louisville defense that, that ranks number one in college football. And Now my big play numbers are 30 yards or more. But when you look at Louisville's, Louisville's rush defense, they've been pretty good this season about not giving up a lot of long runs. And so they've only given up one of 30 or more, but they've only given up two of 20 or more, which ranks 11. So they're actually, if you shorten the distance – you know Louisville actually ranks even higher in gains of twenty yards or more than they do of thirty yards or more, and they've only given up two. And so Notre Dame is is playing a defense that has not given up a lot of big plays. I, again, I would argue they don't play; they haven't played teams yet so far that are very good at running the football. And if you look at the the best the the best, so Georgia, just some context: Georgia Tech ranks fifty sixth in rushing offense. Indiana ranks one hundred fourteenth. Boston College ranks fifty fourth. And North Carolina State ranks 70th. So they again, they haven't really played a lot of teams that are that are great at, at, at running the football, which helps their numbers. Notre Dame, uh, so far this season, Ohio State ranks 30th in rush defense. North Carolina State ranks 19th in rush defense. Central Michigan is 77th. Navy is 73rd, uh, partly because of the game that Notre Dame had against them. So that obviously uh, factored into it a little bit. But since then, Navy held Wagner to 84, South Florida to 97. They did give up 190 to Memphis, so they've been a little bit up and down. They ranked 73rd on the season. And, and of course, this past weekend they played a Duke team that ranks 30 68th in rush defense. So neither team has been super t- t- tested. Notre Dame did go for a 7- 170 yards or more against the two best rush defenses they played this season. And and so we'll have to see if, uh, if Notre Dame can, can get their run game going. I think they should. They have a size advantage. One of the things that hurt Notre Dame against Duke is that Duke had really good size and they were able to physically physically beat Notre Dame at the point of attack. Ohio State wasn't able to do that. NC State wasn't able to do that. Those are two somewhat undersized defensive lines compared to Duke and, and compared to Notre Dame size. And they were more quick and athletic teams and Notre Dame was kind of able to lean on both of those teams and really get their ground game going. So that's something that has helped them uh, be more effective against those type of looks. But then you dig into a little bit, some more of the peripheral numbers, even though they're, they're both ranked 34th in yards and then yards allowed for Louisville. Notre Dame ranks 15th in yards per attempt. Louisville ranks 44th. Notre Dame ranks 19th in touchdowns. Louisville ranks up, ranks 45th in touchdowns allowed. Notre Dame ranks ninth in fewest tackles for loss allowed per game. Louisville only ra- ranks 87th. And um, tackles for a loss per game, and then I've talked about the big play. So this is a batch up Notre Dame's going to have to establish, and it's because that's who Notre Dame wants to be. Notre Dame wants to be a good rushing football team. They want to be a team that's built around running the football, and they're going to have to find some ways to get that going this week. And I'm very curious to see what Jared Parker's going to do. I want to see him get back to mixing up his personnel and and being more a little bit more diverse with his run game, but also making sure that you're still building around the zone. That's been their best run this year. It's been their most efficient run this year. And the the power stuff has been a really nice complement to that. They tried to make it the base against Duke, and it just didn't work as well against what Duke did. It should work a little better against Louisville. But from what I've seen, Louisville has done a nice job of defending those type of runs. They're athletic. They get up field. They take on those blockers early. So Notre going to have to find some ways to uh, – to create some gaps and some, some creases in their run game when they run those, those gap and those scheme, those gap scheme concepts against Louisville. But this is advantage Notre Dame on the whole. It's not a huge advantage from a pure number standpoint, but the film, you know, the film tells us that Notre Dame's the better team here. And the statistics tell us that Notre Dame is the better team here. And now it's just about them going out there and, and playing like it. They're gonna have to play like they're the, they're the, the best team out there. When you look at it from a pure efficiency standpoint, uh, the FEI I was referring to, uh, they rank the Notre Dame offense 13th in the country uh, as the 13th best offense in opponent adjusted efficiency. And Notre Dame is um, is 20th in unadjusted efficiency. So it doesn't like take into the context. And then Louisville is the number 54, 59 defense in adjusted efficiency and then 45th in just total. So no, and no matter how you spin it from an efficiency standpoint, uh, Notre Dame's been the better team so far.
0: Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, let's get into this matchup of the Notre Dame pass game and the Notre Dame, the Louisville pass defense. And so this to me is the matchup that's going to really determine not only this game for Notre Dame, but it's going to tell us a lot about who Notre Dame is moving forward. And this is actually the wrong graphic. Let me find the proper graphic. There it is. I'd already gone there. Thought, I'd, I thought I hadn't gone away from it, but we're back on there. So if you look at Notre Dame this season and their yards per game, they rank 44th in the country, which isn't great, but that that can be determined by a lot of things. You don't throw a whole lot. You know, Sam Hartman had, what, 190 yards at halftime against Tennessee State and didn't, throw, didn't play in the second half. So you look at it overall, 44th, not great. They haven't passed the ball extremely well the last two games. Uh, in in their their matchups against uh, Ohio State and Duke, they were under two, un, under hundred yards against uh, Duke or Ohio State, and then they only went over two hundred yards against Duke. They ended up with two twenty two because of that last series. And so in the last two games, Notre Dame has only averaged one hundred ninety eight point five passing yards per game, and they've only averaged and this is the number that matters more to me seven point one yards per attempt. And we can talk about it. You know, they didn't have Jaden Thomas and they didn't have Jaden Greathouse, and that's fair. But the fact is, is they didn't throw the ball very well against Ohio State either. And so they played two very good pass defenses and and struggled. And and they're going to have to find some answers because they're going to have to play. At, if Notre Dame wants to reach its goals as a football team, they're going to have to play against teams that are very good at stopping the pass. And you can't just be in situations. Well, this team's good at stopping the pass, so we're we're kind of screwed. When you look at Duke at Notre Dame, the, the peripherals of their pass offense are pretty good. Uh, Notre Dame ranks uh, in the top 20 nationally in yards allowed, yards per attempt, 15th, yards per completion, 13th, touchdowns, 5th, fewest interceptions. They rank, they're rank they tied for number one. They've yet to throw an interception this season. They rank 12th in pass efficiency. They rank 16th in big play, so gains of 30 yards or more. And they rank 19th in uh, fewest sacks allowed per game. And so Notre Dame obviously is uh, is thriving in that regard. When you look at the completion percentage, Notre Dame is 30th. So that's one they're down a little bit more, but it is still a good, a good quality number uh, ranking 30th this season in yards per uh, or, yard, or completion percentage. When you look at Duke and you look at Lu- and Ohio State, the two teams that just gave Notre Dame problems, they present a much different matchup for Notre Dame than Louisville does. So Louisville ranks 57th in yards allowed per game. That number can be deceiving because there have been some games where teams have piled up yards in the second half because Louisville led them big. But they rank 60th in yards allowed per attempt, 97th in yards per completion. They rank 58th in, in most touchdowns allowed, 42nd in interceptions. They rank 47th in pass efficiency defense, and they rank 103rd in big plays allowed. They've allowed 10 completions so far this season of 30 yards or more. And then they're and they're not putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They have one guy, who's uh, Gallette, who's got five sacks in the season, but that's over half of their total production. As an entire defense, they only have nine sacks on the season. So that's less than two per game, which ranks 86th nationally. Then you look at the teams that, that just gave Notre Dame problems in the past game. Ohio State this season ranks fifth in fewest yards allowed. Duke ranks 11th Ohio state ranks eighth and fewest allowed yards allowed per attempt at 5.4. It's tied with Notre Dame and Duke is ahead of both of them with only 5.0. Uh, Duke and Ohio state on the season have only allowed five touchdown passes combined. Louisville has given up seven and then Duke and Ohio state have seven interceptions on the season uh, combined. Louisville has actually been pretty good at interceptions And then quarterback or passer rating, Ohio State ranks 12th with a 104.20 passer rating and Duke ranks sixth in passer rating. So Notre Dame, the the two teams, let let me pull this one up too, because uh, Duke is pretty good in this area. Duke has held limited opponents uh, this season to a a 53.8% completion percentage. Ohio State's actually not been as good there. They're 47th at 58.6. Duke is 15th. Louisville actually ranks ahead of Ohio State in that area. That's the one area where they're better than Ohio State is they allow a lower completion percentage. So on the season, Notre Dame has has had a lot of success against teams that are are close to where Louisville is. Louisville, as I said, ranks 16th, 60th in yards per attempt. If you look at the other teams Notre Dame has played, obviously Central Michigan is really bad. They're 128th. Uh, Navy this season is 75th, so they're close to Louisville uh, on the season as well. And then North Carolina State um, ranks 106th, and part of that is because of what Notre Dame did to them. And so when you look at their defense, they gave up 11.9 yards per attempt against Notre Dame, 4.2 to UConn, 7.3 to VMI. Virginia was a 9, and Louisville is 8.2. So they've been, a, they've been a team prone to giving up big plays, but nobody did to them what Notre Dame did. And so they'd be probably about 15, 20 spots higher if you take out the Notre Dame game uh, for, and what Notre Dame did to them. So Notre Dame has feasted on teams like this. Louisville's a little better than those teams, in my opinion, though. They've got good corners, uh, physical corners, long corners. They're both about six foot, uh, pretty long arms. They're the they're, they're boundary corner, they allow him to be more aggressive and physical. The field corner is a little bit more rangy. They play him off a lot to kind of protect, play the post and different things along those lines. Uh, their safeties are pretty active. Come down, They come downhill a lot. They're vulnerable to giving up the big plays, but they're also a team that likes to create, they create some inefficiency. And when you talk, when you look at a team that ranks 103rd in most pass uh, big plays allowed, they rank 97 yards per completion, but they're only quote unquote 60th in yards per attempt. It, it, kind of paints a story that they're and, and they're 21st in lowest completion percentage they're willing to give up some big plays but their thought process is they're going to also create a lot of mistakes from the pass offense and turnovers they've had they've uh on averaging right now one turnover per game they picked off nc state twice george tech murray state indiana all once and they've held uh Indiana is the only team that complete over 59% on them. Georgia Tech went for 59.4, but their other three opponents were Murray State at 36.4, BC at 51.2, and NC State at 52. They held NC State to 112 yards last week, which kind of helps their numbers a little bit. They've been very inconsistent there. They held NC State to 112, Murray State to 72, but, but Georgia Tech, Indiana, and Boston College all went for 295 or more. Boston College numbers, the one that's a little bit misleading because that game was 40, I think like 42 to 14 at halftime. We talked about this yesterday. It was a blowout, you know, and so of course, Boston College is going to be throwing a bunch in the second half. So I don't put as much stock in that one. But this statistically, this is just a game Notre Dame should thrive in. This is a matchup Notre Dame should thrive in. But it's beyond, it's more than that for me. It's, it's not just about, okay, on paper, you match up well and and should win but I think I really think this game Notre Dame needs this game pass game wise to really get their get jump started they they passing the football and being successful throwing the football can can is a lot about confidence I mean you need good scheme and and all that and good players and all that and you've got to execute but a lot of that comes from confidence and timing and just being in rhythm and and right now Notre Dame has no rhythm in the pass game there's not a lot of confidence in the pass game. You could, if you, if you watch the 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 all 22 version of Notre Dame last week, and even to a degree against Ohio State, there are guys that have steps on outside receiver on outside DBs in ways where when I watch Sam Hartman this summer and I'm popping in his Wake Forest film, he's throwing those footballs and they're getting a lot of completions, some incompletions because when you throw those deep balls, you're going to have a lower a lower uh, completion rate, but when you look at Notre Dame's, when you look at him at Notre Dame, he's not making those throws. So there's one of two reasons why maybe both of them are factoring in. Number one is maybe they're just telling him they don't want him to throw that ball as much as he did at Wake Forest. Possibly. I think that'd be a little bit of a mistake. The second reason is I don't believe he has a lot of confidence right now in the outside receivers. And this is something I talked about, in an article today that that looked at this matchup if you look at Notre Dame's production this season a lot of their production has come inside and when you look at Notre Dame's leading receivers for example this season Notre Dame's top let me pull up Notre Dame's um Notre Dame's uh number so far but their top two pass catchers are their tight end Mitchell Evans who leads the team in catches and he leads the team in yards their number two pass catcher is Chris Tyree, who's tied for fourth in catches, but he's number two in yards, leads the offense in yards per catch, and their number three pass catcher is an outside guy, Jane Thomas. Their number four pass catcher is Jaden Greathouse, who is tied for third in total catches, but fourth in receiving yards. He's, all, he's done all his production from the slot. And then their number five receiver is Tobias Merriweather, who has seven catches for 147 yards in the season. And and then number six, is an, he's an outside guy. Number six is an outside guy. Then number seven is Holden Stace, who's a tight end. But then if you dive into the numbers and you look at Tobias Merriweather's production on the season, seven catches for 147 yards, 45 of those yards came on an inside play where he was in the slot. So 30.6% of Tobias's yards came in a game where he or he made a play inside and so when you when you look at at that production you you say man this is a team that has done a ton of damage over the middle and that's good that's fine I like attacking over the middle and Notre Dame did not attack over the middle in the past but the lack of production on the outside especially down the field is concerning and when you look at it I do believe there's a hey um we're not going to be as aggressive as you were at Wake Forest. I don't. Again, I don't agree with it, but it's it is what it is. But it's very clear that Sam Hartman doesn't have a lot of confidence in his, in his outside receivers, and I'm not blaming Sam Hartman for that because he goes to Jaden Greathouse deep against NC State, he drops the ball. You know, yes, they have success against Central Michigan, but they weren't catching balls against Ohio State. They weren't getting open against Ohio State. They the, he finally throws a deep ball to Tobias Merriweather against against Duke, and he drops the ball. So I can't, I, I can't say that I blame them, and and I would assume that we're, if we were at practice, we would see some of that stuff at practice as well. So that's something that does concern me a little bit, and it's something that needs to be fixed, and this is a game where you're going to have to find ways to answer. You're going to have to find ways to get your outside receivers to football and then also continue with your success up over the middle. You can't just look at your team and say, hey, here's who we are now, and yeah, we stink at that, and that could maybe hurt us, but we're just gonna lean into this uh, over here. There's there's a level of, hey, this is what we're good at, so we need to make sure that we're continuing to build around our strengths. Sure. Get that. But the second part is this the good teams, the best teams, look at the areas where they're weak, where they're weaker and say, how can we either minimize it or how can we get better there? And Notre Dame has to figure out a way to get better there. Whether it's moving guys around, using scheme differently, players have to step up and play better. There's a lot of different possibilities, but they got to figure it out and it's got to start this week, has to start this week. You're going to need it to win the game and it also moving forward, it's going to give you a lot of momentum going into to future games. So when you look at this Notre Dame break, this Notre Dame matchup between the offense and defense, this is the one right here. If the outside receivers can have success in this game, that's big. And and it's because I do like the Louisville corners. If Notre Dame's outside receivers have success this game, it makes everything else so much better. Last year, you know, they had no outside threat. This year, they have no outside threat. They've got to figure it out. And it's not just the players. There 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 has to be more of a willingness to take some of those lower percentage shots. And it just seems like this offense now under two different coordinators has been a little unwilling against the better teams to take some of those shots. And when they have taken those shots, post route to Tobias on Saturday, deep shot to Tobias on Saturday, those plays haven't hit. Jaden Thomas against Ohio State, Rico Flores against Ohio State, Jaden Thomas against NC State, those plays haven't hit. They're going to have to find ways to get them going. And this is a a week where it's going to be vital to Notre Dame's overall success as an offense.